Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Okay, welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today, I'm just going to be talking about a little bit more of a personal, vulnerable uh, situation that I felt was relevant because I am a new entrepreneur at the time of recording this episode and there are so many other entrepreneurs that deal with similar types of things and I just want to explain about my experience when I did my first ever course launch for my virtual course this January and it did not go to plan. I was anticipating this huge month, crazy sales, and I was totally blindsided by how much work was involved in a virtual course launch and how much preparation I actually needed to do that I thought was all part of the launch process, but it totally was not. So let me rewind and bring us back to, so this is, the course went live in January 2022. And basically, I was starting to prepare for this in November. I had hired a specialist who is amazing at what she does, came highly recommended, and we were essentially getting prepared for this course launch by setting up a new website, a new email marketing campaign, and getting my all of my pages talking to each other, so integrations for the techies out there, um, you know, and getting my Kajabi set up and basically doing everything. So what I didn't realize is how much is involved in actually setting up a digital course and how much pre-work needs to be done. And so I thought we could do it all uh, together. And the expectations that I set for myself were unrealistic. They included so many things that I didn't realize I had to do, like writing all the copy for my website and my email campaigns and everything like that. Anyway, blah, blah. It was a lot more work than I thought. And I invested a ton of money into this course launch, not knowing what was involved. So when it came to getting it ready for the four weeks preceding uh, the going live date, which was January 12th, I was launching right over the Christmas period, which was probably mistake number one because everybody is in Christmas mode. People are wanting to spend time with their families, wanting to spend time with their kids. They're going Christmas shopping. They're going to Christmas parties. They're getting ready for the holidays and they're not thinking about buying a virtual course about money coaching. So that was my first mistake. My second mistake was not having all of my digital assets set up and um, you know, ready to go for the launch period. And for digital assets, what that means is the Instagram posts, the reels, the captions, uh, the website wasn't set up, the email marketing wasn't set up, 
the course platform wasn't set up and it wasn't talking to the email marketing, which wasn't talking to the website, which wasn't talking to the sales page. None of it was live. And I thought you do it all at the same time, but that's totally not the case. So my digital assets were not set up. I was not ready for the pre-sale, the early bird and the different um, timeframes. So basically I shot myself in the foot <laughs> and I had these wild expectations that if I followed what I had learned from different coaches about doing a launch, that it would go smoothly and that I would have a $25,000 month in the month of January. And I'll be totally honest. I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to share this kind of stuff on a podcast, but I sold $2,000 worth of courses. And my course for context had a pre-sale value of $399. It had an early bird sale of $249 and it had a regular price price of $399 US. So this is me being totally transparent because this is just part of the process. You know, this is about learning how to be an entrepreneur and learning from your misfortunes, learning from your mistakes, learning from things that you need to do better next time. Because if you don't make these mistakes, you'll never learn how to do it better. And you can pay all the coaches in the world, but at the end of the day, you just need to try. And I tried, I thought it would work. I thought I was ready. I thought I had everything ready, but I clearly didn't. So now I totally know for next time that there is so much involved in launching anything, whether it's a product, whether it's a digital course, whether it's you know a new business or a live coaching program or something like that, even a webinar. There's so much involved in hosting a free webinar that... I just want you to understand that if you are an entrepreneur out there and you're listening to this, it's okay for your first launch to suck because <laughs> you are totally learning. You have no idea what the heck is going on when you're going through this. I was working till 3 a.m. most nights and I was working Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, the whole nine yards over you know New Year's and everything just trying to get all this stuff done because I wasn't prepared. And I really beat myself up about this because I worked so damn hard for the six weeks leading up to this launch, then the launch going not nearly to plan and feeling so freaking embarrassed and like I had failed and I had all this negative self-talk about like, what the hell am I even doing? I have no idea how to be an entrepreneur. I have no idea how to launch a program. People are going to think I'm an idiot for this. I, you know, I just had these expectations of myself, knowing that I hold myself to this super high standard that I had to blow it out of the water. And if I didn't, I was a failure. And in my mind, I failed. And it's actually taken me almost a month to record this podcast since the course went live. But I have been thinking about it for the last four weeks because, and you know, I just have also been telling myself, don't post this, don't publish this podcast. It's not, you know, you don't want to show your vulnerable side. You don't want to show how much it sucked because it's going to impact your business or it's going to impact people's trust in you or your ability or whatever. 
And then I realized that this is actually a really important message in my learning, in other people's learning, in my journey as an entrepreneur and to own my mistakes because I coach people on how to get out of financial strife and financial mistakes. But if I've never gone through it myself, then how can I ever explain to my clients what they need to do differently? And don't get me wrong. If you know my story about all of the financial shit that I've put myself through and then got myself out of, um, you know that that's a story for another day. And I have absolutely pulled myself out of worse situations than this. However, I did want to talk about this course because I felt like a bit of a fraud and everybody said to me, like everyone was like, oh my God, congratulations on your course launch. It looked amazing, blah, blah, blah. And inside I had this negative self-talk of, oh my God, if only you knew that I only sold $2,000 worth of courses, you would laugh at me. You would think that I am a total fake when it comes to this financial coaching business and a total fraud and blah, blah, blah. And I spiraled for the last four weeks. I have had crippling anxiety. I have had so much doubt in my ability as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as an online influencer. I hate that word so much, but as an online person who creates content that influences people. Because I was like, well, if I can't even do this right, then how am I ever going to get results for my clients? And I had a really interesting epiphany moment and a really interesting chat. So two separate moments with my coach. So I invested in a business coach in November. She has been absolutely transformational in my business and in my mindset around my business. Because when you take the journey into entrepreneurship, there's no guidebook, there's no textbook, there's no training manual, there's no professor teaching you how to do it. There's no case studies. It's just you against the world. And I tried to figure it out. I've tried many times to figure it out. I keep trying to do my own website, trying to launch my own course without really knowing what I'm doing, trying to create all this content that is, you know, trying to be super interesting and come up with captions that are going to be scroll stoppers, as they call it. And I just don't feel like I'm witty sometimes. And sometimes I just don't understand what the hell I'm doing. So anyway, I hired this business coach. She's amazing. Her name is Shayna Recker. You can find her on Instagram at Quantum Leap Queen. Quantum Leap Queen. I'll put it in the description as well. And she talked to me about this launch because we had a debrief about it. And let me just tell you, she started working with me when I was like, already halfway, if not more through the launch process. So I do not attribute any of my quote unquote flunked launch to her. If anything, she pulled me out of a shithole when I was going through some of my darkest hours in the last couple of months. So let's come back to, um, you know, what my conversation with Shana was on our debrief. And she said to me, because I started questioning myself, like, am I even doing this right? Is this even how a financial coach does stuff? Like, you know, what the heck am I even doing? And she said, Sandra, you are a new entrepreneur. You have been an entrepreneur for less than 12 months. 
but you have been in finance for seven years. You have the highest level of education that somebody in your industry can have. And you worked with high net worth clients, low net worth clients, all different kinds of clients and got them results. So yes, you have the authority. Yes, you have the social proof. You have the ability to be a financial coach, but you are new to entrepreneurship. You are new to being an online creator. You are new to being somebody that is launching a digital product. And that's okay. Because when you first started your financial planning career, you started at the bottom, just like everybody else. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, she's totally right. When I started in financial planning, I was paper pushing, meaning I was doing admin. I was calling insurance companies, following up on insurance policies that were sitting in underwriting. I was submitting applications for new accounts to be set up. I did almost nothing that was zero, that was client facing. And I was bored shitless, but I knew that it was a stepping stone in my career path. I knew that I had to do that. And I remember telling myself day in, day out, this is all part of the process. You have to learn how to walk before you can run. And it was this internal coaching that would go through my head when I was doing all of the jobs that I was like, this is so not my personality. I cannot wait until I can start working in my zone of genius and actually providing value to the world because paper pushing and calling superannuation funds, which for our international listeners, because that was when I was living in Australia, superannuation funds are your retirement savings plans for Australians. So call it the 401k, call it RRSPs, whatever you want to call it. I was sitting on the phone with them for hours arguing about accounts and transactions and client information and blah, blah, blah. And it was totally boring shit. Sorry, I've been swearing a lot on this uh, episode. Clearly it's a passionate topic of mine. So I realized that looking back, I was like, I don't suck. I'm just new to this. I am not a bad entrepreneur. This was not a failed course launch. This was a learning exercise in my journey into becoming an online entrepreneur, coach, and business owner. And what I learned in this process was that I need to be more responsible for my own expectations of reality because I am responsible for my team. I'm responsible for telling them my expectations of what my deadlines are and what quality of work I want produced. I'm responsible for picking the team and doing my due diligence when I hire them and being realistic about timeframes when I'm doing a course launch. Like, do I have the things set up in order to do this launch successfully or am I going to be running myself into the ground, deteriorating my mental health, working till 3.30 in the morning, not going to the gym anymore and all of a sudden blaming other people for my lack of success? Or am I going to take responsibility and go, you know what, if I'm going to be a business owner and if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, the ball is only ever in my court. It's not in somebody else's court. And I can play the blame game and I can play the pity party of I didn't know or whatever, or I can take responsibility and say, okay, what did I learn from this exercise? 
And what am I going to do differently next time? And how am I going to change my internal self-talk about this and go, wait a minute, you're new to being an entrepreneur. You're new to being a coach and an online creator and whatever else you want to call it. But you are not new to finance. And you can get your clients amazing results. And you can get your clients life-changing epiphany moments where they realize that they're in control, that they have the confidence and they have the self-worth and they have the ability to change their financial situation forever. And I know that I have that ability. I just suck at being an entrepreneur right now. And that's okay because this is all part of the process. So, you know, do I have a lot to work on? Absolutely. Did I hire the right people to support me in my business and make changes in my business? Absolutely. I realized that there were, you know, situations and business, um, processes that were not flowing well and that were causing me to spend too much time on certain things that I didn't want to be spending more time on. So I got rid of those processes and I got new companies and I got new businesses and people working with me to support me in my growth so that I don't have to stress as much about the little things that are not my area of genius. So where I'm going with this is that, you know, we can beat ourselves up about stuff and we can tell ourselves that we failed at something or that we didn't do a good job or that we, you know, aren't good at being our new role, whatever that may be, whether it's a new parent, whether it's a new job, whether it's a promotion within your existing company. We can tell ourselves that we failed or we can tell ourselves that we learned and that this is all part of the process because growing up and getting better at things takes learning from experience. And learning from experience is a tough pill to swallow sometimes and it can be a really hard lesson and sometimes it can cost us money. But If we never take the risk of going for it, we're never going to know what's on the other side. And for me, I know deep down that I'm a fantastic financial coach. My clients that I work with love working with me and I love working with them. And I can trust in my ability to get results because I know that I bring the expertise to the table. And this is not me convincing you. It's me convincing myself right now that I know I've got the expertise to bring to the table and to change lives. But what I do know also from this experience is, yeah, I've got some work to do as an entrepreneur. I got some lessons to learn. I got some, you know, experiences to trial and screw up on and reassess on how to do better next time because it is a whole new world. And I was talking to a friend the other day about, you know, why I thought this course launch was a fail. And then I caught myself and I was like, wait, but let me tell you what I've learned in the last six months. I've learned that people in your business will either make or break your business. I've learned that It is all my responsibility because I'm the entrepreneur. I've learned how to do Facebook ads. I've learned how to do sound editing. I've learned how to do video editing. I've learned email marketing and how to launch an online course. What's involved in setting up payments, payment plans, upfront payments, learning how to launch and create and edit a full website, how to optimize it for mobile. The list goes on. And so... 
was this course launch a fail? No, absolutely not. I learned the skills to protect my business from risks in the future because I now know how to do all of my business functions because I was forced to learn them during my darkest hour when I had nobody else helping me and you know had to figure it out myself and I was watching YouTube videos on how to do things at three in the morning on Christmas Eve like just trying to figure it out because that's what you do when you're an entrepreneur you try and figure it out and it doesn't matter how much education you have doesn't matter what school you went to until you actually throw yourself in the mix, you do not know what's coming. And so hiring a coach was one of my smartest moves. Hiring a team and then realizing that the first person you hire may not necessarily be your unicorn. They may not be the last. And you might have to go through a couple of different people before you find somebody that works really well with you and your business. And I learned that it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to not hit your targets, but it's not okay to sit in this self-pitying, self-deprivating you know, mentality of, I suck, I failed, I didn't do a good job, I'm not a good entrepreneur, I'm not a good coach, when really it's not the case because all of these things just add to our ability to show up differently in our life, in our business, makes us more resilient, gives us, teaches us new skills. And taking away from that, going, okay, whew, let's shake it off. Let's shake it off. And if you're listening to me and you're not watching the video because I'm now recording this for YouTube, I'm physically shaking my hands and I'm shaking it off and I'm getting ready for my next course launch because now I know how to do things differently. And now I know how to talk about it from a place of vulnerability and be like, yeah, my projection for this course launch was 25 grand. I was actually aiming for 50, but I would be happy with 25 and I sold 2000 bucks. And honestly, probably like a thousand of it were my best friends who just wanted to support me and have no intention of actually taking the course. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, I don't know what my lesson is for you guys today. I just thought that this was a really important message to show up because what you see online and what you know about reality is that people are always going to put their best foot forward. They're always going to show up from this place of like, oh, look at me. I'm a gazillionaire. I just made millions of dollars out of thin air. And all of a sudden I went from being a TikToker to a seven figure earner or whatever and that's just not how it works. That's just not how life works, unfortunately. Sometimes we have to hit rock bottom and we have to think that we totally failed at something before we realize that we didn't and that we are totally worthy of financial success and that Rome wasn't built in a day and we are not going to become millionaires overnight. We need to learn from these things. We need to figure out what went well, what, what didn't, and you know, just show up better next time. But the biggest takeaway is just keep going, keep learning, keep going, keep pushing through, keep taking the risks, keep, you know, engaging with people and finding out who those people are that you want to have in your business and that are going to be there to support you. And if you're not feeling aligned, just get rid of them and move on because that is going to be the biggest thing that slows you down is working with people that you don't really want to work with or that you just aren't aligned to. So Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't checked out the course that I'm talking about, the course is actually amazing. And I actually asked my videographer 
when he was editing it, like what he thought it was worth. And he said that he thought it was worth way more than I was charging. It's called Money Mastery 101. So if you haven't checked it out already, you can find it on my website, sandrajo.com. Uh, I'll put it below the link for it below as well. It's a super awesome course. It's got five modules. It talks about how to improve your relationship with money. It talks about cash flow and understanding your income versus expenses. It talks about how to get out of debt faster, how to increase your income, create passive streams of income. And then also it talks about how to start investing and things that you should know so that you don't make dumb, costly beginner mistakes because you actually spent some time of doing some research and due diligence about how to get into the game. So talks about, you know, property investing, stock market investing, all that kind of stuff. So I would love for you guys to check it out because uh, where it stands right now, I created this course for you guys. There were a lot of people that I was talking to in consultation calls that came off my podcast and this and that that were just not in a financial position to work with me one-on-one, but they were in a position where they were committed to changing their financial reality. They were committed to changing their financial situation and they wanted to learn and build their knowledge without spending thousands of dollars because they just simply didn't have it, didn't have it and wanted to uh, you know, improve their situation. So check it out, Money Mastery. And I'll even drop a discount code in there for you for $100 off using the code podcast. So I'll link it below. I hope you guys learned something today. I hope you guys, um, you know, don't think I'm totally crazy for posting this podcast because, you know, sometimes things don't go the way we want and it's our ability to pivot and move forward and learn from our mistakes that ultimately will propel us into exponential growth. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoyed recording it. And make sure you reach out to me on my new Instagram at makethatmoney.honey. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.